the Kyle Hamilton and Matt Hamilton of guests on our program. And he's presented by PDS IT. He is Derek Blakesley, but Tausch. It didn't go very well for the Badgers, but it always goes well with PDS. PDS, they've been providing technology solutions and transforming IT for area companies for over 30 years. PDS is giving today's worker the true ability to work from anywhere as they balance work and life. PDS wants to be your trusted partner in driving success with enterprise solutions, digital workplace platforms, and managed services that fit your needs. PDS. Paragon Development Systems. Derek, you said the 11 o'clock start conflicts with a lot of folks' other activities. For me, it was a U11 girls soccer game. And as it turned out, it worked out great for me because I didn't have to watch much of Wisconsin-Notre Dame. How'd it work out for you, buddy? Holy crap on a cracker, Jason. It didn't work out well. I actually skipped a U10 soccer game over in the town um, next to mine in order to watch the game at my neighbor's house. Uh, the food, the spread was nice. It was excellent. The game was not. But what was on the spread? There was charcuterie. Crap on a cracker. Oh, oh, a, oh. Good, a good charcuterie there, board? there was a charcuterie. There Fun was, char- there was charcuterie. Uh, why is charcuterie so popular all of a sudden? It's been popular now for about eight, ten months. Because I think there's a lot of mystery. A charcuterie board... It can it can give you provide a tapestry of flavors and things that some people have never even tried places they have not ventured. So and when you're in a party mood, people are willing to take some risks. So charcuterie, wait, wait, on the charcuterie. Wait, wait one second. There's got to be you cheese. Guys are there's got to be cured meats, right? It isn't the key to a charcuterie board? You have to have cheese. Are olives a staple of a charcuterie? Because you have meat is no. the, meat is the main ingredient to a charcuterie board. Correct. Well, I think that's a it's a delicate dance with the cheeses. But I think that generally a good charcuterie is, like I said, it can yeah, be there, very creative. There's a staple that you have to have in order for it to be charcuterie. It's not olives. Okay, so what is it? It's different meats. I'm an like, expert on the University of Wisconsin Badgers football team, not charcuterie board. Well, you're talking I see, charcuterie. I see you spend some time with some charcuterie in the oh, consumption. Yeah, you're looking real thin. Yeah, you're, you look real like you haven't touched. You look like you ate a lot we're of charcuterie. Ro- we're this we're not rowing any boats. I didn't so realize yeah, I that's where that. we're going. Yeah, this canoe's not going. All right, so you're not, you don't know what's in a good charcuterie. No, I don't. All right. What do you know about good football? I didn't even know how to pronounce charcuterie. I feel like you guys have taught me something today. Well, every time, every yeah, time that's I'm what, on. That's what we're here for. Well. Moving along, we've got a lot to discuss. Pickles. I like a good pickle. <laughs> on a All right. Wait, so your boy Whoa, Hamilton. Nelly. Hamilton is a player. Uh, there is no doubt. I didn't realize, boy, he is smooth, and but they're tight end. My mayor, what a player. He was fantastic, too. He gave us some problems. But the problem I had with the game, and then you could tell me what you thought. I thought it was an even-up matchup. Thank you. We had played it to kind of a, you know, they control the line of scrimmage a little bit better than we did, but we're ahead 13-10 in the fourth. Everybody is panicking, and our offense is not very good. It's just not. It's it's boring. It is, you know, what do we hang our hat on? I don't have an answer. I don't think anybody does. I do. Let's hear it. I want Don't to re- say Quintez Cephas. If you say Cephas, <laughs> no, I'm kicking no. you out of the Park Bank studio. I, no. 
I and I am I am excited to be at the Park Bank Studio on the Capitol Square in beautiful downtown Madison. But we, we, we I want everyone to know out there. I'm going to be optimistic coming in today. We're going to get better, and we had a very bad matchup against Notre Dame. The way that game went, and I think you're correct. We we were actually in the lead in the fourth quarter. Unfortunate kickoff return, and like I had said uh, in last week's uh, hit, I mean we just. We can't get behind because it puts us in down distances and, and situational football with a secondary like Notre Dame has where we don't have a chance to be successful, and we saw that sort of play out later in the game. But I think these strategies for us, is like they've always been, same recipe, which is we need to run the ball, value the ball, and then keep the games kind of close and in a container and be disciplined and then go ahead and, and win the games. But we're not disciplined, and we're not valuing the ball. So the, the formula sort of breaks down. So I think at night, Paul goes to bed and rolls over and taps Robin on the shoulder and says, Hey, Robin, if, if the kids would just do what I tell them to do, we would be winning these games. So, I mean, it's, it's better than we think. Like I think this coaching staff just thinks that if the kids execute better on their plan, I'm we're going confused. to win. Why are, we, <laughs> why are you painting a picture of Paul in bed with his wife? Because when the sweatshirt comes off, it's business time. And I'm sure pretty, pretty good, pretty good. That was a pretty good Paul Chris, though. That was, Let's I hear mean, your Paul Chris again. I can just—he's got a—he gets the Rose Bowl sweatshirt off. He sits down and gets his socks. And Robin's like, "Is everything okay, Paul?" And he just says, "Oh, Robin, <laughs> if 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 the kids, you know, you know, we we keep learning and growing. But if they would just if they would just follow the plan and, and do what we're supposed to do, and, and our mesh points are messed up, and we would be winning these games, and I wouldn't have all this pressure." I, I, I you think that was good, Jason? Uh, his second go round was not as good as his first. Uh, okay, I didn't know. I, didn't, I don't even have a. Paul I understand. Chris. I, I that. I you get called out. to the carpet. It's, it's it, when you're a performer, you have to be willing to perform at all times. I gave it all I had, and like the Badgers' offense, sometimes you're asked to yeah, do things. And, you and so, uh, Paul Christ impersonations aside, I, I just don't know the the questions that you have coming into the season. None of them have been answered. No. Well, there's two fronts that we need to. To talk about, I think Mertz has taken way, way, way too much heat. It's college football. We're fans of the Badgers. We need to meet them where they are. They're, I got to admit, expect- I gotta admit. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I've known you a long time. If you're not on radio, you're not this poised. You're not being so positive. I think because you're now a radio star, you're coming in here with a whole different attitude than if you're Johnny Fan out in Oregon with your chili cook-offs and charcuterie boards. You're not as guarded as you're coming in here. You're you're saying all's right with no, Graham Mertz? I, I was hot. I was hot on Saturday. But I thought about it. Everything that this team was capable of doing is I still, still can't in, get over you throwing charcuterie is, board jabs at me. It's still, it's still, it's still in front of them. Everything is still in front of this team. They were not going to win the national championship. We we don't have that level of talent. You know, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Melvin Gordon, those kind of players make up for a lot don't, of shortcomings. But we don't I, have that this and year. You know what, Derek? But we can this, still win the West. We can still go to the Big Ten championship. I game. was talking to some folks after the game, and this is one of the things that really popped to me was. I don't think we all knew JT was special. JT was even more special than we thought. It, it absolutely. I mean, and here's what here's where Paul, Bob Bolstead, J- Rudolph, everyone needs to answer and be accountable for this. I mean, Paul's getting four point five four point one five million a year. He's accountable for production. I mean, if this is a results based business, so he's got to answer for the fact that you've got Seltzner, Beach, Bruss, Lyles are all seniors. So you got an experienced line. Graham's three years into this program. 
and we're still having trouble with snaps, fumbling the ball. We're just not playing tight, and we're not taking advantage of whatever opportunities are there. And like you said, this offense, I think they're trying to keep it simple, but we used to be so neat some of the stuff we do pre-snap and some of the Jet match- sweeps and motions. Some of the matchups yeah. we would create. It's like, does Paul have time to in order to craft these um, strategies that we're working? My guess would be at the end of this year, when Max sits down and evaluates the program, There'll be some changes. It's uh, Chris is still going to be the head coach. I think he should be the head coach. But we're going to need to bring in, I think it's a great idea to bring in somebody from the outside to run this offense. Derek, uh, when you look at what they're doing offensively, because everything that you're saying uh, in the nicer way than I'm sure you were saying it on Saturday is what I have heard from my closest buddies from college who are very intense Badgers fans. Uh, does Chris have enough time to do everything with all the different responsibilities? Is this offense still? Isn't it? Doesn't it really come down to? Correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the expert here. But that they don't have this having a stud running back for pretty much our entire lives, at least since we got to the University of Wisconsin. Each of us makes everything else so much easier, doesn't it? Yes. Like. Having Melvin Gordon or Jonathan Taylor or Monte Ball makes you a better play caller and makes the quarterbacks whom aren't maybe as talented and aren't five-star recruits like Mertz is so much better because they make their lives so much easier and make the play caller look so much better too. Absolutely. And Tausch said that or said it in the last two years. Where are the explosive plays going to come from? That's part of it. The other part of it, where is the six yards on first down going to come from? All of the offense is predicated on the fact that we can run it once, run it twice, and then get a pick up short third downs. I think right. I, th- I think we have to so we have to accept that we have an immature team, despite the fact that we've got some older players on the offensive side. And understand, like I said earlier, we're going to get better as the season goes along. And I think you were correct all along, Jason. For this team, it was a little much to take on these quality of teams early in the year. I am optimistic by the end of the year we're going to get where we're going to get and we're going to have some good moments, but some of it's going to be a little bit too uh, too little too late and we might not end up with the bowl game or the Big Ten title game like we would want. And that's, that's disappointing because I think the program has had success long enough and it really goes back uh, to the recruiting coordinator, the, the Khalif, that left. Why did he leave? You know, Tausch, this is where I disagree with Tausch. Tausch talks about the recruiting classes. We're getting better players. We're getting better players. Never been higher. Just wait a second. We never had higher ranked classes. It's been. It's never been better. And this upcoming, it, that doesn't mean anything. That's not what we're built on. That's not why we're successful. So, are you saying that there's a problem with the coaching staff? That the players we're putting seniors out there that not not winning the line of scrimmage. We're putting a third year quarterback that has a got a good arm, made some really nice throws. We used Kendrick Pryor the way I want us to use Kendrick Pryor. But the whole thing isn't coming together. Why is it not coming together, Tom? We because we're not our principles and our foundations are O line run base. This defense is fantastic. Oh, there's no yeah, there's no doubt. I'm not one I think our D line is as good as it's been in a while. Offensively, we we aren't moving people. That's it. That's why we're struggling. I, it just it frustrates me. As I, I looked this morning before I came on, right? I'm like, well, what, what? How long have these guys been in the program? And I look up and down, and Tippman's a sophomore, and we got the guy, the kid from Stoughton. We got Jack Nelson starting as a freshman, but yeah. At the end of the day, we can sit here and babble all we want, but we're not winning the line of scrimmage. 
and we're not doing it in the red zone. We do not have an athletic enough quarterback to run some of the stuff that I talked about in years past where I thought it would be neat to throw in some options. We don't have the ball skills with running backs to run any wildcat. I do have this suggestion. Boy, if only it was Groshek. If you could get Groshek and Cephas back, wildcat to Cephas no. down the field... Everything would be so. I don't know why you berate me so. Uh, who's berating? That's I, ever you, since I said one thing about it, the charcuterie. Jason, has that not been his principle from the get-go of doing this show with us? Groshek Wildcat think, uh, to Cephas. I think, uh, yes. Uh, and both those guys are in the NFL for a reason, because Derek was right. They're Derek very good was right. Oh, God. Uh, we'll Jason, say it again. Say it again. No, I'm not saying it again. What I'm going to say is we'll continue with our Badgers Outsider live in studio in the Park Bank ESPN Woo! Madison Studios alongside Tausch. It's house. All right, we love it when Derek Blakesley, our Badgers outsider from PDSIT, joins us. And he stirs his pot of chili, and he also stirs the pot of conversation. And we've got a teammate who also does this, and this relates to Paul Christ. And Jesse has been wanting to play this clip. Okay. So we're going to play this clip, damn it. And if you guys want to ignore it over there, fine. But let's hear our teammate Jim Rutledge on the state of Badger football, but also how it connects to the Packers. Here's Jimmy. Paul Chris owes Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers a little bit. If the Packers didn't have such a great win, we'd be talking about how bad the Badgers were. I'm a fan of the Badgers. I'm a fan of the Bears. And sweet baby Jesus, those two teams are disgusting to watch on offense. Paul Christ is ruining Graham Mertz. It is brand over baller right now for Mr. Mertz. Yeah. And that's not on him. I'm not saying because he took the name and likeness thing. I'm saying that his brand is bigger than what he's putting out on the field. And I'm fine with him getting paid. <laughs> But it doesn't change the fact that he's not getting it done. Brand over baller there with Mertz. And, oh, what happened there? Paul Chris took the play calling away from Rudolph. Hubris. Hubris. What? I mean, hubris. <laughs> and, 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 by the way, brand over baller. I'm fine with the name, image, likeness, but then you're saying brand over ball, and you're indicating no, that that I, is a factor in your assessment. No, I, I, I hope that's not where, from an assessment standpoint, I think what he's saying is, or at least what I hope he's saying, hubris. <laughs> he's trying to get his brand built. And when we had Ravel on, my, you know, the question was, would you buy a shirt? I said, if he beats Notre Dame. Well, I ain't buying a shirt. I ain't beat Notre Dame. He's doing what he should do. He should protect his image in case he becomes a baller. He isn't a baller right now. Hubris. Well, wait a while. If, no, if, if, I, if that I may. Is not, by the way, Jim, Mr. Hubris himself. Hubris. That part of this is so insignificant and not even... The issue is we don't have a running game consistent that's given him an opportunity to make easy throws. The offense is struggling, and he's struggling. He is having an incredibly hard time after he has his first read taken away and there's pressure in his lap. He is really struggling. Tausch, why when we played Eastern Michigan, when we know we're going to get a win, why are we not passing? Hey, on did why? Minnesota know they were getting a win against Bowling Green? Hubris. Well, all right, now, see, this is the... We went from talking how close we were to Ohio State to now we're talking about how we just stay above uh, teams winning Jay, in the hey, 
Look, Jason, we, the Derek, whoever wants to listen to me, the problem is this is where we're at right now. The kid needs repetition. If we're going to ask him to win games through the air, you can't throw him out there and drop him back. We had a horrendous matchup against a really good secondary. Michigan, there's some opportunities back there. Jamon Green is a guy that has trouble playing the ball in the air. We're going to have more opportunities down the field. There's no way we should expect him to go out there and carry this team on his back with straight up in a pro-style offense dropping back and, and moving the ball like that. He can play in running situations where we call a pass on first down if we change up some tendencies. He can easily be an effective quarterback a la Brooks Bollinger out of play action Agreed. if we can successfully. But here's what he doesn't do, and I brought it up last week. I want your opinion. Jason, you've been around a long time. Jesse, everybody... Can he watch some tape? And it really made me appreciate Brooks Bollinger, and I've said this before. But is he capable of, of getting nice back there? Brooks made a birdie, but yeah. Yeah. Your friendship does not belong in my time on your program. <laughs> <laughs> Hubris. So, so on third, if you get to your point, on I third can, down, can move this along. You know, and Taos, you can add color. You were on his team. So Brooks would drop back on third down. If it wasn't there, read one. He was able to pull it down. And Brooks was a good athlete, but not a tremendous athlete. Not like Martinez at Nebraska or anything. But he'd pull it down. He'd slide up in the pocket, and he'd make his way forward three, four, five yards. And the drive would stay alive, and we would sustain drives and wear the defense down. Taos, do we see a way forward with Mertz playing that way, where it's a little more, a little more hustle, a little more grit, a little less reading, the, reading, and getting to the third guy and trying to be effective that way at this point in his career. Well, it, it's not a fair comp to Graham. That's just not. We would we only threw the ball 10, 12 times a game. We were not sitting there and asking Brooks to do any of that. Yeah, we don't have Ron Dane. It was that hurts too. So that's where I come back to the founding principles of this program. That needs to get better. That's how you come out of this. And do they have the horses to do it? I think they have guys that can do it. Are they doing it right now? It's This is not where we're at as a program. We need to get better. And to your point about Eastern Michigan, you have to go win that football game. You can't – this isn't, uh, hey, let's try some things out and experiment. Tausch, you this go is win not the exotic. Game. This is play-action passes. This is throwing basic routes on first down. And you keep talking about our recruiting classes and players. We've got players in the program for four years, Listen, and they're not playing I'm well. Not, Why? I'm telling you, you keep talking about Saeed and how that's been such a death blow to this team. The recruiting classes have never been better. Star-wise. Star-wise. You seem to be tap-dancing around criticism of the coaching staff that you don't want to directly give I just criticized. I just crit- First off, <laughs> I just told you what the issues are. Point blank. My bickering buddies. Now what are you going to do about it? you got to test against Michigan before we let you go because you've been talking all morning. What's the, what are, what's the badger outside? We're still favored, which I don't understand. We're favored because we should have beat Penn State. We're favored because we had the lead in the fourth quarter against Notre Dame, and we're favored because we've just run the ball against Wisconsin Michigan. Wisconsin against Michigan. Wisconsin wins the game by, by a touchdown Saturday. We're there coming out hot. It. We're coming out hot. There you have it. Got what a, a way to end it. I got a hunch the old Badgers outsider is not going to actually put any of his own money on that, but that is what he said. It is good! No, he's not. That's hopefully not going to be that prediction. <laughs> yes, Jason. Derek. Yes, sir. I hope you enjoyed your visit. I did. Park Bank, uh, we got a lot off our chest. Studios. Hey, on Wisconsin. I'm rooting for him this week. Why don't you go have a charcuterie board for lunch? I'm going to get some olives and spiced meats. Uh, we'll try and have a charcuterie board waiting for you the next time you come to visit. 
Uh, we appreciate PDSIT and their partnership with us, and we certainly appreciate Derek, even when he is arguing with Tausch and frustrated with the Badgers. We will kick off the 11 o'clock hour in two minutes, so stick around. It's Will D. Tausch. Cube.